Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Today we're going to be learning primarily uh, just Tess Amud Bez, which is a very long Amud, a beautiful and painful Amud, one that reflects uh, difficult periods of our history. Um, uh, I overcompensated last night a little bit. We're starting at the very bottom of Daf Tess Amud Aleph, and we're only going to be learning the Amud Bez. We're starting five lines from the bottom of Tess Amud Aleph. Amr of Yochanan ben Torsa, Rav Yochanan ben Torsa says, why was it that Shiloh was destroyed? What was in Shiloh? That doesn't mean the city alone. Why was the Mishkan in Shiloh destroyed? Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, there were two flaws of the Jewish people at that time. These were the two things that they did wrong. Giloyarayos is, of course, in appropriate relationships. The Gemara is going to give the parameters of what actually took place. And the second is Bizayon Kachim. And here is how they each play out. Four lines from the bottom. What happened with the Gilei? The Pasuk writes, They were, they were lying with the women. Who were, who were there by the Pesach Olmoy to bring their korbanos. An unbelievable accusation that they were being Yishkavunas Es Hanoshim. I says the Gemara of Yafa Gav to Amar of Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar of Yochanan Kol HaOmer Bnei Eli Chatu Einu El The pasuk seems to indicate, seems very clear from the pasuk actually that they were Yishkevim Nachanoshim that they that they were intimate with the women. But if that's the case, then what does the Gemara Maseches Shabbos mean? A Gemara that we learned many moons ago that indicates that there that anyone who says that the Bnei Eli were Chote that they actually Taka did not do any Avera. So how do we understand that? Answers the Gemara last word on Tesmet Aleph. Mitoch sheshohu es kinehen. Skip the next word, Miha. Mitoch sheshohu es kinehen. Ma le'alein akasuv ki'ilah shechavum. Because they delayed the kinehen, the birds, the bird offerings. When a woman would show up to the Beis HaMikdash as a Yoledes, we know that she was not with her husband for a very long time. Obviously, she wasn't allowed to because she didn't have Tahara yet. She had to achieve Tahara by bringing the korbanos. Take a look at Rashi. The top Rashi on the page, Rashi says, They would bring at the completion of their But the sons of Eli, they were Baalei Geos, they were, uh, you know, overly, uh, they were Baalei Gaiva, they were very slow uh, in bringing these, uh, in bringing these korbanos, and bringing these birds for the women, the Hanashim and the women, what was the crime? So just going back in our Gemara, the korbanos that needed to be brought for the women, for them to achieve tahara. When they got there in the base of Mikdash, all right, we'll take care of your korbanos. A little bit later, you rest, you sit, it's been a long walk. Says the Gemara, that's, uh, that's not right. And Rashi is explicit in that, it's a bittel of the mitzvah of pru or vu. And therefore, the Gemara says, unbelievable, sounds backwards a little bit. Like you're treating them as though they slept with women, even though what happened was specifically that the woman couldn't sleep with their husbands. It's a fascinating thing. It's a little bit of a backwards play, but it was to indicate, of course, it's a just a, a, strong, uh, a strong consequence, in, uh, in other words, of what was actually going on. So now just to say it explicitly in, a, in another way, one of the reasons why the Mishkan was destroyed was because of the bittel of the mitzvah of Piri of Arivia. It's unbelievable. You were preventing people from having children, slowing them down even by a couple of days. So that's one of the reasons why the post are very mock bid on birth control. 
So the, this was when I remember when I was in Smicha, we had a whole Harif uh, shear on this, that the mitzvah of Pruervu, hold on, or the mitzvah of Pruervu, it's like the mitzvah of Tefillin, that when it's Shach, you have an obligation. I, you're not able to because of physical, medical issues, mental health issues. Okay, so then you have a kula, then fine. Just like the Shulchan Aruch writes, that if a person has a, a crushing stomach ache or a crushing headache, you're putter from the mitzvah of Tefillin that day. Fine, there, there are times when it applies. But the mitzvah of birth, the mitzvah of birth of having children of Pruervu, it's a mitzvah doraisa, and it's not stam that you, you can just take birth control like water. That's not correct. You first have to maybe have boy and girl, depending on their shitas. So I've called, I've never, I don't pass on anything. So when people call and ask that question, I call a rub and they say to me, tell me about the mental health status of the family. Are there any medical issues? How, how, what's the quality of the relationship? You get into it. If the, having the child is going to be worse than not having the child, so then that's a problem. Then you, have, then you put the family on birth control. Okay. So we're very mocked on that. And we can see from here that the, the Mishkan in Shiloh was destroyed, uh, at least in part, for reason number one. Reason A is because they, uh, the Bnei Eli withheld the women from ha uh, uh, having access to their husbands by delaying their korbanos. Line two on Testament Beis, Bizayon Kachim, there is also a Bizayon of Kachim. The next six, seven lines are all Psukim and Shmuel. In Shmuel Aleph, and here's how the Psukim read: Before they would bring the korbanos, Subanara Kohen, there was someone who was serving the Kohanim, and he would say to them, and he'd say to the guy doing the Shechita, Give me some meat, but I don't want you to cook it, give it to me raw. That wasn't allowed. The Kohanim were allowed to have elements of the korbanos, but they had to be kare first, they had to be burned first, they had to be cooked first, otherwise, you weren't allowed to take it. Kimchaya only one rabbi. Yom I love the person doing the shchita would say Aish kator yaktiru, and it has to be cooked first. Kiyom kiyom hachelav v'kach l'chok asher tava nafshecha. Let me do my job. Let me cook everything, and then take whatever you want. You guys are kohanim here. You have every right, but don't take it raw. V'amar lo, and he says to them, Kiyatati tain v'im lo lakachti b'chazaka. If you v'im lo lakachti b'chazaka, v'atihichat asanam gedolim odes pnei Hashem kino atzua anoshim es minchat Hashem. So they said, you're going to give it to me. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it, take it from a strong hand. You, 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 I'm not letting you get away with this. You're going to give me the raw meat. So the Gemara says, unbelievably, that because of, it's not Shabbos, it's not a Chil Yom Kippur, it, nothing. We're talking about two things that, in the scheme of things, we probably never would have picked out. The first is the bittel of the mitzvah of Pru or Vu, and the second is that they tried to take korbanos before they were cooked. That brings us to the two dots, the last of the very short lines, first of the middle width lines on Daf Tesimut Beis. This Gemara is one of the most famous Gemaras in Shas. Everybody knows it. Uh, Yuma Daftes is quoted regularly to discuss the reasons why the Beit Mikdash were destroyed. We just learned about the Mishkan. Now, let's dig into the, to the Beit Mikdash itself. Mikdash What is the reason why the first Beit Mikdash was destroyed? As we all know, There were three things that took place during that time. There was idol worship, there were inappropriate relationships, and there were shvichu uh, samim, there was murder. Avodazara, let's go through each one. Avodazara, the chsiv kikatar hamatsa the couch, the bed was very short, um, so people couldn't stretch out. What does that mean? My katar hamatsa mehistarea, amravionasan katar matsa, so short, zemehistarer alav shnei reim keechad, because it's as if they had two guys there. So Rashi points out that there was an, a pestel that was put into the mikdash. You've got a kodesh baruchu. And you've got the pesel, then they cannot be shneim gibayim kecha. That's not allowed. It doesn't work. And the rest of the pasuk reads vehamasechot sara kis kanes. What does that mean? Amar Rav Shmuel bar Nachmeni kimati Rav Yonasan lahay kra. Whenever Rav Yonasan would read this pasuk, this is a pasuk that's in Yeshai. Whenever he get get to this pasuk, bachi, uh, he would always cry. Why would he always cry? 
because Amar man about he capital H about he whom we said kones kaneid mehayam that he is the one who split the sea. This is our Kaddish Baruch Hu about the same person we're going to say, that he has a Masecha, he has a Petzal that's in there who is a Tzara. The language of Tzara is like we see by Panina and Chana. That Panina and Chana, we refer to the other wife as a Tzira, the other woman who causes me problems. So this language over here, there's an idol there that's causing me problems. It says that that's shot in the plastic. So all of that explains the Avodah Zara that took place in, the, in Mikdash Rishon. What was the second crime? Because the women of, of Zion were gavu, they, they, had, uh, they, they were very haughty. They had outstretched necks. They painted their eyes. Uh, they would, uh, well, we'll see in the Gemara what all these terminologies mean. Um, and, and let's get through each part of the Pasuk. We're about a third of the way down, about 10 lines into the wide, middle width lines. Yanki What does it mean that they were haughty? They would stand one tall woman next to a shorter woman. And when a taller woman would stand next to a shorter woman, she, the taller one, was more noticeable. It would accentuate her, make her more noticeable. It was not sanua. It was not sanua. Uh, what was the next part of the Pasuk? They would walk with their necks outstretched. They were standing up with good posture. It doesn't mean good posture as it relates to your spine. It means that they were standing in a way that wasn't modest. And we all know what that means, even though it's sometimes hard to define. You can tell when someone is, uh, is uh, standing in a way which is not modest. And that's what the Gemara is referring to here. They were painting their eyes. They would put in kuchla, which was, I make up blue, whatever it says, kuchla, but the color is blue. But malian kuchla, they would uh, be maybe painting their eyes. What does that mean? They would have their heel by, uh, excuse me, they had their heel by their toe. So if you have your heel, by your toe, it means your stride is very short. In other words, you were walking very slowly, enabling people to stare still more. So it was this kind of like, it didn't look right. It didn't look right. It's just, you, were, you were not sanu. It was not, it was not a reasonable presentation of a bastor. It's not the right way to do it. That there was poison in their feet. What does that mean? Says the Gemara. They would put these beautiful smelling um, oils or something in their shoes. When they'd walk by the yeshiva, boatos, they would kind of move their feet around in their shoes and it would make the smell of the moor and the afarsimon uh, flower out everywhere. It smelled great. Um, and then... Uh, it would, the, the smell would be, uh, would be sprayed everywhere. And in, in the men, there would be a Yetzar, or according to a different gear. So basically, it was a poisonous smell. Um, and that is a big problem. So the Rambam in Hilchosi Surebiya, he writes, we discussed this recently, this just came up, that the, the smell of woman's perfume, he quotes it as that. And that assumes that there's no hirhurim attached. The hirhurim are separate, separate of the of any of this is or of any other is or the hirhurim. The Gemara Navodazara writes that uh, the Pasuk writes, the Gemara Darshan, that a person shouldn't have inappropriate thoughts during the day, which could lead to mikra lila, which could lead to some uh, to a seminal emission. 
So there, Tosos on the spot writes that that's a Jurasha Gemura. He writes that that's a real Isser Doraisa. So that's a discussion of the Rishonim as to whether or not the Machshava in and of itself is problematic. But we're looking at the smelling of the perfume in a vacuum, that alone, with no other implications, so that the Rambam codifies in a halacha that's deemed to be Dine Derabonah. So that was Isser number two that took place of Gilo Yarayos. It's interesting to note, no Tash Meshamita took place here, right? It doesn't say anybody, anybody was intimate. It just says that these were the this was the these were the the crimes, as it were, of the way that women were dressing and acting. It doesn't say that any Tash Meshamita took place. Yet it's one of the reasons why the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. Number three, how almost halfway down. What about murder? So much blood uh, that um, that Menashe spilled in Yerushalayim. One person again. We're talking about the Churban Beit Hamikdash. These crimes need to be egregious in order to knock down the Beit Hamikdash. And uh, what was the first one? Okay, there was Avodah We'll give you that one. <laughs> that was the checked box. You did a bad job. But the Gilui Arayos was not Gilui Arayos, not halachically at least. There's a Gemara somewhere in Shas, maybe in Subis, where it's where this. Be, but the but the, it could be, it could be, but like you're going to be a Necher of the Beis Hamikdash. Kodesh Baruch who decided that we have to destroy the Beis Hamikdash because she's walking the Pritzus. I don't know. I, I'm not saying that it's mutter because it's not mutter. I'm just saying that like if you, it, it just sounds like it needs to be like next level crimes in order to destroy the base of mikdash. Said for the Gemara says, and all of that was about mikdash rishon, which indicated the Gemara says explicitly that the reason why it was nechra was because of the gimel averos chamuros. Parenthetically, the Gemara in Sota also writes that there are more than three mitzvahs that are yihari val yavor. It's not just avodazar gilras shvichus damin. What does uh, the Gemara there include? So Tos was there on Sota, almost the same daf. I think it's daf Yud or something like that. So there he says that to be Malbin Pnei Chaver Rabin is also Yehari Val Yavor. And Tos says, why is it that it wasn't listed in the Gemara whenever we list the Gimel Mitzvot Yehari Val Yavor? Because it's not Pesukim Mufurash in the Torah. It's an unbelievable idea to embarrass someone in public is Yehari Val Yavor. So that's a big machlokas in the postgame. Is that Ladina? That... Are we supposed to kill that person? Is that you know it's a you know it's not I Oh is that in the name of I presume in the name of Arisha? Does it say who that was? That, I didn't even see that here. Oh question still stands from the text of the Gemara. It's very inappropriate. It may, let, let's even say it's an Isra de Raisa. It's not, but like I don't know. Yeah, is, is it that type of next level crime that warrants the Churban Beis HaMikdash? And now this is really where the Moser starts and we're in the middle of Sphira, so this Gemara fits perfectly halfway down of Al-Mikdash Shemi, Shehayu Oskin the Torah. They were all, they were learning Stark. They were also keeping mitzvot. They were being nice people. Because the culture there was a very backstabbing culture. It wasn't a place where people were nice to one another. We couldn't agree with everyone. You're different than me. I don't like you. So says the Gemara. And I know I, we've all said this line. We've all seen this line before. But we, we need to take it apart and really understand it. The equivalent of Sinas Chinam is to that of Keneged Shalosh Averz of Vodah Zargila Rosh Shvichus Damim. If not, understand. To hate another Jew is equivalent to three capital crimes. For no reason. Huh? For no reason. Right. For no reason. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sinas chinam. Right. Chinam mamish. No, there are times that, you know, Ave Hashem sinura. We have, like, we have that pasuk in Tehillim. And that's halacha lemaisa. For example, the hafta, the reyach, kamocha is dafka to a reya. And there are people who are not in the category of maskin. The people who are not in the category of reya, that's for sure. But sinas chinam, stam, that I don't agree with you. So therefore, I, I dislike you. It, it, so then you. You may as well, I'm not saying it's mutter, but you may as well at that point have done a vote Gileras and Shvichus Damin, because that is how a Kaddish Baruch Hu views these two crimes. So this was the whole, the whole. this was even a lesser crime during Sphira because it was lo nagu kavod that they just weren't being respectful to one another. And for Talmidich Chachamim, the standard was very, very high. Nevertheless, that is the, the equivalence that the Gemara makes between the Chorban Beit Mikdash Rishon and Chorban Beit Mikdash Sheni, that Shkula Sinas Chinam Keneged Shalosh the Mephorshim do skip the next, some of the Mephorshim skip the next five lines or so. We can read them just the same. I mean, it's practical information for us to know. Uh, where it says, There was a little bit of a ruse. They were not good people, but they were also, uh, you know, trusting in a Kaddish Baruch So just on a practical note, who's saying this? I didn't know what this meant when I first saw it. So some of the Mephorshim say that it's actually going back to where we started today. We started today on the bottom of Testament Aleph with the comment with the comment of Amar of Yochanan ben Torsa. So some of the Mephorshim say that this is a continuation of that comment. And he says, Rishayim Hayu, they were really bad people. What is that talking about? It says the Gemara, that's going back on our uh, middle conversation. We spoke about Shiloh, the Mishkan, and then Mikdash Rishon and Mikdash Sheni. We're going back to Mikdash Rishon. It says the Gemara, the Mikdash Rishon, when we have a Kesev Yiksamu, we did all these bad things, but no, 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 HaKadosh Baruch Hu likes us. We're, we're, we're chummy, we're, we're good friends. Everything is going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Everything is fine. The fichach, hey, right? So the Sion, you have to hear the phrases are important to Sion is going to be plowed over. Yerushalayim will become Iyin, will become uh, uh, piles of stone, piles of rubble. And that too is also going to become broken down into pieces. Ask the Gemara, last of the middle width lines. Ask the Gemara, everyone was so lovey-dovey by Mikdash Rishon too. That doesn't make sense either. The Pasuk writes, what does the Pasuk say? Let me just read it properly. I did look this up earlier, but forgot. He says that they were not nice to one another. There were knives in the al Safok. You like would like hit your leg like in surprise. Like this is not good that people are treating each other this way. We sit at the same tables. We have sudas together. And then when we leave your house, the Dokran we throw the spears out of our mouths. Someone sent uh, in one of my the various WhatsApp groups. I'm in. Someone sent a it was a video clip which I did not watch, but the I the the screen of the video just on the front was someone's mouth open and bullets coming out of their mouth. That was the imagery, mamish, literally like what the Gemara is portraying here. That there literally are spears. Yeah, go to someone's house for lunch. You walk out there like. They're okay people, you know, you know, no, that's not right. That's, that's Sinas Chinam. And the Gemara says that that existed even the Beis HaMikdash Rishon. So that's a stira. If the, why would the first Beis HaMikdash only be called out for Avodah Zara, Gil, Eris, and Shvichos Dama when they had Sinas Chinam as well? 
Haray, you said that by based in Mikdash Sheni, that was the whole reason why they were destroyed. So says the Gemara, Yisrael Havoy. That was only true by the Nesiyah Yisrael, by the leaders. What kind of answer is that? We said earlier that Menashe was the only one who killed people. All of a sudden, that's why the base of Mikdash gets destroyed. Difficult Gemara to understand. So even as Benesia Yisrael, who dechziv in the beginning of the passage that we read earlier, Zaak veHelel ben Adam ki he Ayisa beAmi betanya Zaak veHelel ben Adam Yachol Akol that it applied to everyone that they were not uh, they, that they had some sina Tamalomar Tamalomar he bechol Nesiyah Yisrael that that was only true of the leaders, not of everyone. So we didn't uh, put it on all of the Jewish people. Um, and that was not the reason why the first base of Mekdash was destroyed, only for the three reasons that were already indicated of the Gimel Mitzvot, Harigal Yavot. We're about two thirds, three fourths of the way down, three, three lines into the widest lines of the Gemara. We're gonna go until about four or five lines from the bottom, and then we'll stop for the evening. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Damre Tarvaihu, Rishonim, Shaniskala Avonam, Niskala Kitzam. By the first Beit HaMikdash, where everybody knew, it was public, you know, like those uh, letters that they put up in Yerushalayim, the posters, what are they called? Pashkevilin, Pashkevilin. It's a Yiddish word, I'm not going to remember that. Pashkevilin, so they hang up, so everyone knows, oi, oi, lanu like these signs that went up, what did we do? The Beit HaMikdash was destroyed because of us. It was public information as to why it was Therefore, It was public information as to why it was destroyed. Therefore, Nisgala Kitam, they knew that the new Beit HaMikdash was going to be destroyed. The Navi tells us it's going to be another seven years. The Beit HaMikdash will be rebuilt. But the second Beit HaMikdash, clearly we don't know when it's going to be rebuilt. Otherwise, we'd, we'd have a, the date circled in red in the calendar. We'd have a whole plan. People were like, nah, they didn't really get it. They, they didn't hop that what they did was mamash a problem of Sinasvina. Says the Gemara, so the Achronim Sheloni Skala Avonam Loni Skala Kitam. They never found out when the Beis Hamikdash would come back, and and uh, and we still don't know when it is. It just clearly hasn't happened yet. Amar Reb Yochanan Tova Tova Tziporen Shalrishonim. Sorry, let me read that with better punctuation. Amar Reb Yochanan Tova Tziporen Shalrishonim. The nail of the elders of the of the elders was better than Mikres and Shalachronim than the stomachs of the Achronim, namely the uh, the, the older generation was much, much greater. No, that's not true. The later Jews were better. Um, at least by Chorban, at least by Beis HaMikdash Sheni, at least they were learning a lot of Torah. So what does that mean? If you learn Torah with, uh, without good Midos, so it still has value. Maybe that's the idea of Amor Shabayachzer Lemutav. Yeah, well, how do you solve that problem of having bad midos? So we've learned this over and over and over again. And for anyone who's ever spent a year in yeshiva, any significant amount of time sitting and hitting the books, it makes you feel different. You know, if you're really sitting down and paying attention, it makes you feel a little different. So the Gemara says, that there were sinas but their Talmud Torah makes them better than the Doros Harishonos, where they were violating these three isur. Says the Gemara, Amar Lei, um, Bira, how do we answer this question? Which one is right? Do we say the Rishonim are better? Do we say the Achronim are better? Amar Lei, Bira, Tochiach, the Mikdash is the is a proof. Shechazra, the Rishonim, Bilo Chazra, the Achronim. I can give you a riot that the Rishonim were better because look what they got 70 years later. There was a generation of people who uh, who lived through both Bate Mikdash. You had to live till 70. You might have been a kid when the first Bate Mikdash was around. If you lived till 100, you could have been 30 when the first base of Mikdash was Neharav, and you could have been alive when they when they sanctified the second base of Mikdash. Wow, that's a very small group of people. It's an unbelievable thing to be able to see both Bate Mikdash. Mm. Incredible. 
So they brought the question to Rabbi Lazar, was the God of Adorn Eretz Yisrael at the time? Amar lahem, go take a look, see which one got the base of Mikdash rebuilt after them. Was it the Rishonim or the Achronim? Pashat, it was the Rishonim. They lost the first, but got the second. And we are still in the vacuum of an uh, absence of a base of Mikdash. A different language, but similar result. Amar lahem, edechem bira. Let the bira be your edem. Let him be your witness that clearly we know our answer that the Rishonim were greater. Reish Lakish was was uh, going to the mikvah, bathing, he was doing something in the yard. Also, Rabbi Barbarchana, Rabbi Barbarchana went over to him. He saw he was getting out, so he gave him a hand to help him, you know, stabilize when you're walking up a bank, it's slippery, you could fall. So he offered him a hand. God does not like you. Sinin and Aramaic, Sin and Samech are interchangeable. Hashem hates you, 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 uh, you Babylonians. The Pasuk, the Pasuk writes as follows. Had it been that you made yourselves as stable as a wall, really firm, really believing in your ideals, had all of you come back in the times of Ezra, beautiful. That you, you would have been compared to Ketav, and Ketav, for as much as it tarnishes, but it doesn't spoil. No bugs are going to eat it. No animals are going to, it's not going to decay. It's going to stay. It might look gross, but as long as you polish it, everything will be fine. But no, you you guys are, it wasn't good. You're similar to a, to the Delasos in the Pasuk, the Delas instead of the Choma. And the door, what's the door made out of? Nimshaltem Ke'erez, you're compared to cedar wood, but all wood, at the end of the day, all wood can can burn, all wood can rot. Sharekev Sholepo, a tree in front of my house that they injected with like, a couple of thousand dollars of uh, some type of tree medication to get rid of what's that thing called the ash or whatever that whatever that bug is so i said can you please cut down this tree branches keep falling they said i can assure you they will not there's a little tag on the tree they spent a truckload of money on the tree because it's a big tree it's 10 20 thousand pounds and they they don't want it to come down so they invested money in it but still i felt peaking they know that wood can spoil the same is true my what is the uh, magic of the eris tree? Why did you pick that type of wood? Says the Gemara, Amar Ula, Sasmagor. What is Sasmagor? Take a look at Rashi, three-fourths of the way down. Dibur Hamaschil, Amar Ula, Sasmagor. Mechatiso umegariro mibifnim. It destroys it and it drags it from within. Namely, it consumes from the inside. Sasmagor, Shem Tolas. It's the name of a particular type of worm that eats a tree from the inside. My Sasmagor. What's the comparison of a Sasmagor? In, in as a mushal nimshal, what how does that play out? Amarebi Abba Baskol. It's the difference between a nevua and a baskol. Kidetanya. Mishemesu Nevim Hachronim Chagais. It's such an important Gemara for for Jewish history, by the way. Mishemesu Nevim Hachronim Chagais Achaim Umalachi. When these last three Nevim died, remember they were part of the Anshek Mesas Agdola. They I don't know what active role they played in the Siddur, but there was a lot of important enactments that took place in the Anshek Nesos Agdola for our modern day Judaism. At that time, Nistalka Ruach HaKodesh Mi Yisrael. There's no more Nebuah. However, says the Brisa, the Baskol, says the Gemara, that 
it's true that from the outside, yeah, that's the outside is one thing, but the inside is another. The, and the inside, the nevuah, the deepest form of prophecy, we no longer have with the death of Chagai Zechariah Malachi, Nistalka Nevuaso. But there is still one thing left that there's a Paschal. It's amazing. Had we heard a Paschal, we would have assumed, I presume, we would have assumed that to be more impressive than we would have assumed uh, to uh, to be a nevuah, but that's of course not the way that it works. To have a navi speak to a kodesh baruch or in dreams, as most nevi'im except for Moshe, Rabbeinu Moshe was pe'el peh. All the other nevi'im were derech but still a baskol to hear a kodesh baruch speaking from the sky. And by the way, a baskol, we don't paskin like a baskol. We've seen this a few times in shas already. That even baskol's loba ator, loba It's down here for us to, to for us to be toil and to be amal and to try to figure out. We're going to stop right here, five lines from the bottom at Bereish Lakish. Tomorrow night, we'll learn Daf Yud. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah.